0: Welcome to A Slob Comes Clean, the podcast. I'm Dana K. White. I blog over at aslobcomesclean.com. That's where I share my personal deslobification process. As I figure out ways to keep my own home under control, I share the truth about cleaning and organizing strategies that actually work in real life for real people, people who don't love cleaning and organizing. Thanks for joining me today. This is podcast number, I just looked it up. I think it's 277. Yes, it's 277. Anyway, I know sometimes I'm just like, wow, I can't believe how many podcasts I've done, but I still feel that way. Okay. Um, I'm talking about next level decluttering. That's what I'm going to call it. Next level decluttering. Um, because happy decluttering season, everybody happy new year's Eve, unless you're in New Zealand, which I know I have quite a few of you and it might already be 2021 for you. How's it going? is it any better than 2020? Because we want to know. I'm recording this ahead of time. But this is decluttering season like this, this week, through January. Yeah, it's it's pretty much when the world goes decluttering bananas, and not decluttering their bananas, but like bananas for decluttering. Oh, it's gonna be a great podcast. Anyway. um, But but it is. I mean, it's just normal. I mean, I'm already feeling it. I'm recording this on December 17th. So I'm predicting the future as I do this, which we've all learned to never do in 2020, right? But here I am doing it. I know I'm going to be decluttering that week. I also know that um, I'm already on December 17th going, I'm going to be ready to declutter because I've got all these other things going on, even though we're not going anywhere for Christmas. I still have, you know, Christmassy type things going on. Did y'all know my kids did not have final exams like they normally would that week before Christmas. And to me, that's like the one gift of 2020. Well, there's been lots of gifts, of course, obviously, but that's like a gift. That's, that's a big deal. Anyway. So, um, as I am random here, but, but I'm just saying like, this is normal. It's normal to be like, I am ready to get this stuff out of my house. So we're going to talk about next level decluttering. Um, if that makes you go, I haven't even gotten first level decluttering done. That's not what we're talking about. Like, this is not going to be, Oh, you're not ready for this yet. Like this is just basically from wherever you are right now, taking where you are right now and going a little further to the next level. Okay. You guys, one of my favorite things that Dawn said last week in the podcast that was here was she said, you know, with, with minimalism. Okay. So I personally, not a minimalist, Dawn strives toward minimalism. There's a lot to learn from minimalism for all of us who need, um, to get rid of stuff. But I loved what she said when we were talking about clutter thresholds about, the one thing she has found for herself and for the people that she teaches is you're probably going to need to go further than you thought. And I went, yes. And I think for us, my people here listening, our tendency, what I see for us is we really want to figure things out ahead of time before we actually take action. And because of that, you know, I talked 2 weeks ago about minimalism, you know, should we strive toward minimalism or not? Is minimalism the goal? And a lot of us, and when I say us, this is me, you know, is I like to figure out, well, what is going to be my goal? What is going to be my clutter threshold? What is going to be the point at which I will be able to handle my handle all my stuff? And the number 1 thing I have learned through all of my deslobification process through all of getting my own home order control is I can't predict that. And waiting while I try to figure things out puts me in a worse situation, which makes it more overwhelming, which means I'm going to have more to do, which then makes me want to even think and predict and figure out harder because well, now it's even more overwhelming. So what does it mean now? And it it just, it's the going ahead and the doing. Okay. And so this next level decluttering, a lot of that really kind of comes down to, I start to feel a little bit, eh, okay. You know, it's like, okay. So was that a lovely sound? I'm sorry. (laughs) Anyway, but taking it and going even if it's not ramp it up, maybe shift gears. This is coming from someone who doesn't understand gears at all. I can't drive a stick. My middle son uh, bought his own truck and it's a standard, which it's lovely having someone who has a truck in the family. It's not as lovely when only two out of four drivers can actually drive it. Um, anyway, but like, I, I don't even know, but, but I do know what it feels like when your car shifts gears. Okay. Especially know what it feels like when your car shifts gears and it's being driven by somebody who's just barely learning how to shift gears anyway, but it, but it's kind of like, okay, okay. Things changed. So, so that's kind of where we're talking about this is that taking it to the next level. I do want to take a moment in case you're listening to this on December 31st, 2020, um, which I know a lot of y'all will listen to it after It will still be available what I'm about to talk about, but there is a discount that expires at midnight tonight on the day. This is coming out December 31st. Okay. And that is the Take Your House Back course. I know I have to like think through every single time. It's takeyourhouseback.com and Dawn and Cass that were on the podcast with me last week. I hope you guys loved that and loved them. um, We have this course and it's gonna be that boost. Okay, it's it's a big boost for you to put a little oomph in your decluttering and also get, you know, Dawn's perspective coming in on that, on the minimalism and what she has learned from all of that and how she handles things in her home. She's also got younger kids than me. So that's another good perspective. Um, Cass who has kind of kids, you know, from 14, I think to eight. Um, and she is the queen organizer. Like she is all about organizing and she comes at it from the perspective that actually I, go, yes. Okay. Yes. That's the kind of organizing that makes sense to me. And that is the goal is to make things easier to have to do less. So anyway, the focus of the course is have less. That's the decluttering with me, the do less. Um, that is the organizing, um, all these things. We also have a lot of different mindset discussions on these things. Um, and then there is the want less really, truly changing how you view your house. So anyway, that course, take your house I encourage you to go and join the course. Yes, it is $99 if you grab it tonight, before tonight, before the end of 2020 you can get $20 off, but it's still, it's, it's worth it. Okay. I mean, I don't know if you guys have seen what kinds of prices there are in courses out there, but this is a price that we really were like, yes, it's an investment. It absolutely is like, and you're going to be fine. You've got all my podcasts. You've got my books to listen to. You're going to be fine if you can't do it. And so I don't want anybody to spend money they don't have, but maybe this is the oomph that you need. Okay. That's enough of that advertising. I mean, I'll probably say more later, but whatever. Okay. So here we go. This was, um, some questions that I've gotten. And, uh, again, this was from questions from my, um, patrons. Okay. So if you want to find out more about being a patron, which those are the people who I do the strategy sessions with. Um, and so if you've heard some of those where we talk through their, um, what's been working for them and also their, their, Unique challenges that they're facing in their home. And we kind of go through and, and discuss those things. Um, if you want to sign up to apply or if you want to apply to be on a spread strategy session, you do have to be a patron. So you can go to patreon, patreon.com slash a slob comes clean, find out more about that. And if you are a patron at the $5 a month level, um, you get to also join a super secret face group, Facebook group of lovely and supportive people. The other thing too is I, I have made it to where you can actually do a year's worth. Okay. So you can just pay $60 instead of $5 a month. You can pay $60 for a whole year. Anyway. Okay. So, but that's who these questions came from. So, um, now that the house is marginally under control and I know the steps, what are some other small areas to graduate to? Okay. So a couple of things in this question, in these questions. Now I, I like doing questions like this because I get to make up the background. (sighs) And I really enjoy that. It's fun. Okay. So now that the house is marginally under control, so let's talk about what maybe we mean by marginally under control. Okay. I think what that means is things are better than they used to be. Okay. And you're no longer feeling like, oh my word, what in the world? why is this so hard? And it just is hopeless and blah, blah, blah. Okay. So a lot of us started, that was me. I started with the, why is this hard for me and easy for every other person in the entire world? And I got things under control. Okay. By doing the dailies, by doing the, doing my dishes every single day, you know, implementing different habits. I do in the sweep in the kitchen and the five minute pickup and the check in the bathrooms for clutter, you know, really working on those um, habits changed my home. And at that point, I would have said, My house is marginally under control. Okay. Meaning, I can handle it now. I'm not completely overwhelmed anymore. First thing I want you to do in that situation is appreciate where you are. Guys, I know there are a lot of you listening who it is your dream to feel like your house is marginally under control. And I just want you to know it is possible and I'm making assumptions here. I don't even have the names next to my questions. I don't know who asked this, but I'm just saying it's a big deal to have your house margin under control. So the first thing you need to do is celebrate that and be super duper crazy proud of yourself. All right. Um, then it, the rest of the question is, and I know the steps. Okay. So that right there is another thing to celebrate because that's what happens is you try the steps going, this lady, Dana, she's crazy. She doesn't know what she's talking about. But really though, I mean, you, you did not believe me when I first said that do the dishes would make all the difference. Maybe it made you go, really, that can make that much of a difference, but then you tried it. Okay. So the house is marginally under control. That's a big deal. And the fact that you know, the steps, that's a huge deal because what happens when you know the steps is if you're feeling marginally, my guess is that you also feel like you could slip back pretty easily. Okay. Because that's where a lot of us are. It's like, well, I've done okay before for a little while. And then I always go back to where I was before. But the know the steps, I want you to celebrate that too. But then we go into, okay, what is it that I can do next? How can we go to some next level decluttering? Well, decluttering is the answer there. Okay. So the question here is the house is marginally under control. I know the steps. What are some other small areas to graduate to? And you probably already have decluttered. If you're feeling like the house is marginally under control, the more you declutter, the more you are going to feel under control, the less you're going to be using the word marginally. Okay. So really focus if you've done wherever, go back to those visible spaces and go, I'm going to declutter this space again. This entryway, this dining room, that's the first thing people see when they come in this living area, this, um, you know, my in-laws house, it was their laundry room. I mean, that's, that's just how people entered the house. Only salespeople went to the front door, you know, but so if that's the case for you, um, I know I've heard from several people who are like, I thought such and such was a good storage space and now that I actually think about the visibility rule I've realized that the reason I don't like my house and the reason I'm so embarrassed is that I basically have a storage area as the first thing that people see and so it's never going to look, you know, under control. So work on those visible spaces and just like Don said, go a little bit farther than you would need to than you would think that you would need to, okay? Go a little far think about not just, okay, I've decluttered it. Now I'm going to really define it and make sure that everything in this space isn't just, oh yeah, it can go here, but is like, yes, it's actually meant to be in this space. See what I'm saying? So like a little bit, so be a little more ruthless on your decluttering, go back through again and declutter again. Cause if you're saying marginally, you're feeling edgy. The way to decrease that edginess is to declutter harder, okay? Maybe it's that you feel like okay, you know, cleaning is the next thing that I really, you know, some some real deep cleaning. Well, do that, but also go harder on the decluttering because the harder you declutter, the easier cleaning becomes. Remember the layers of a clean house. The layers of a clean house are your daily habits. Okay. Those have to be done all the time. The clutter has to be out. And then you actually get to where you get to clean the house. If you are not viewing those as separate layers, then when you say, I got to clean my house, you first have to catch up on the stuff that you should have been doing every day. And then you have to declutter, which if you're, you know, trying to do this in a hurry, just means you stuff shift it into the master bedroom because you can lock that door. And then the third is finally getting to clean. And sometimes you never get to the actual cleaning because, you know, so I mean, like really pay attention to those layers of a clean house, like really think through where am I making it harder to get to the actual cleaning and be ruthless, ruthless. I really can't roll my R's anyway. Like I can just a little bit, but I can't, you know how some people can go, I can't, I can't like do a prolonged R -R 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 roll. It's very disappointing to me. Okay, um, another one. The clutter is creeping in again. I had done so much decluttering and felt I was in a quote good spot for a while. I know it's because I'm bringing more into the house, little items here and there, and they're starting to accumulate. For example, new clothes, kitchen gadgets, kids' toys from birthday parties or school. I know the one in, one out rule is the answer, but I'd love to hear you discuss it further and provide more color on the topic. Oh, colorful language. Hmm. Well, no, I'm kidding. Um, I mean, basically it's that same thing. If you're starting, because the reality is as long as you're living, things are going to come into your house. Okay. New clothes. I mean, you know, clothes wear out and kids grow out of clothes. Clothes go out of style. Seasons change, blah, blah, blah. You know, new kitchen gadgets. Okay. Well, that might not be something, but maybe, I mean, that might not be something you technically have to have, but maybe you really love kitchen gadgets. Okay. And maybe people know you love that and they bring you some. And that's, that's fine as long as you are one inning, one outing. But sometimes life goes and all of a sudden you realize, oh, I haven't been one inning, one outing. Oh, what do I, what am I going to do? Declutter take it to the next level of decluttering to go i know that i am in a phase of life where my kids are constantly changing they're going to be getting toys they're going they just did get toys you know here we are on New Year's Eve talking. And it's the week when all these new toys came into my house. And then we're going to have birthdays in a couple months. And then we're going to have whatever, you know, this is just reality for them. And that phase of life, they're going to have new stuff coming in. It's reality for most of us, all phases of our lives. But as kids, they really can't help it, you know, they are consistently growing and changing. So say, okay, I'm going to take my decluttering to the next level. Okay, and to remember, you never done decluttering, it it does not happen. You will never be done. There is no such thing. And so this natural feeling that you get at this time of year, everybody gets it. Okay. Everybody, I know there's going to be somebody who's like, I don't. Well, good for you. Anyway, but everybody gets this feeling at this time of year, even the people whose houses you would think are absolutely and totally perfect and they, everything is in place and blah, blah, they still get the urge to declutter. So if you're feeling that, oh my goodness, I feel like I'm doing good. And then it just kind of creeps in, do another declutter. But maybe this time you take it next level, deeper decluttering and you say, I am going to declutter with the goal of having a little wiggle room, you know, so that I'm not just decluttering to the point where we have exactly the amount of stuff we can handle. But the reality is I, you know, I work in the tax business. And so February, March, April, those are insane months for me. And I guarantee you, those are the months when this is not me talking, I don't work in the tax business. But you know, those are the months when I go into Tunnel Vision working on people's taxes. And never even occurs to me to be one in one outing and stuff is just coming in or, you know, my husband's doing the grocery shopping for me. And so he happens to pick up cool little things that he thinks I would like. And they just feel like, like, you know, this is going to happen. You know, life is going to happen. So you next level declutter, go deeper so that there's wiggle room so that you have some room below your clutter threshold to kind of get you through this phase of life. Like this, this, this time period where, you know, things are gonna be crazy or just to say, okay, it, you know, I'm going to do that. And then you'll have to declutter again. Okay. But, but like go to the next level. I think, um, the container concept is transformational. I love talking with Cass and Dawn about that last week about, you know, the ways that they have realized it and defined it and explain it. Um, same concept. Cause it's just a scientific fact. You know, you can't fit more into a space than will actually fit in it. But because of that, I think for some of us, because it's so transformational to go, Oh, I can't just keep everything. Oh, I can't just keep shoving everything in. Oh, okay. Now I get it. That sometimes it's like, okay, well it was hard enough to get rid of anything. And then the container becomes my boundary But now next level decluttering is accepting that you also need wiggle room. You need to go extra far so that when somebody comes in and brings you, you know, Hey, I loved this book series. I here's books one through three. And you are like, well, I'm going to go put them on my uh, bookshelf. But if I do that, I'm going to have to you know, there is absolutely no room unless I remove three other books. And then I have to go through that drama while they're standing there watching me waiting for me to put them on the shelf. You know, it's like, give yourself some wiggle room, you know, go a little more extreme in that. And you'll have a little wiggle room or you might go, you know what, I think actually, this might be my clutter threshold to be even a little bit less stuff. And it'll change that. But see what I'm saying? So like next level decluttering, that's my phrase for the day. All right. Um, somebody else said, because this is a common, this is all of us. Okay. This is all of us have these same, same thoughts, feelings, issues. Somebody else said, I just realized all the Amazon shopping I did over the weekend. will be entering the house. Oh, I need to make some things leave fast before they arrive. Yes. Um, and that's kind of that prepping for real life happening. Yeah, that's good. Okay. Um, here we go. Here's another question. Is one ever going to get to decluttering that closet of deep clutter? Question mark, exclamation point. I feel like there is so much in the visible space that I'm never going to get to things like the closet. And yet if the closet was cleaned out, there would be space in it to put the stuff that is in the visible space. Catch 22 of decluttering. I know it feels like a catch 22. I'm going to explain. Um, and I think I've talked about this in other podcasts, but I know it's one of those things that's really kind of hard to grasp. But the way you avoid this catch 22 is okay. First of all, those visible spaces, if your goal for 2021 is to get to that closet, but to still follow the rules because we know they work of, you know, using the visibility rule, because we're just going to, you know, mess things up if we spend all our time on the closet and then our house is a total disaster and we don't have that, you know, that passion or whatever. We were talking about something, in, I think it was in a live that we did with the Facebook group for those who are in the course. And we're talking about the visibility rule. And Dawn was saying how, um, you know, one of the things she did is she decluttered so much in the beginning, but didn't stick with the visible areas. And so her family didn't get on board quite as quickly because they weren't experiencing the benefits. And the thing that I wanted to say, and then my internet went out for some goofy reason, um, was just that I I think that, Visible areas, if you want your family on board, start with those visible areas, let them experience the benefit and the positive of having easier to live in living spaces. Okay. All right. So, but if your goal is to get to that closet, be even more ruthless in your visible spaces. Okay. say so I'm going to do these visible spaces and I am going to get more ruthless. I'm going to go next level decluttering so that they are that much even easier to maintain so that I can finally really push through and finally get to the closet. Okay. The other thing to remember here, when you say that there would be space to put the stuff from the visible space, if you cleaned out the invisible space first, Okay. First of all, do whatever you want to do. I don't care. Like declutter however you want to declutter. But if you want to follow my strategies, which are meant to produce progress and only progress and really focus on that momentum, here's the thing to remember. If you are decluttering a a visible space and you find something that the actual answer, not the, uh, I look for everything in my closet, but the actual answer for where would I look for this first is your closet. Like literally, not just because you want to keep it, but like you would actually go looking for it and you would actually look in your closet. Has everybody gotten that? Like I'm trying to preach that really, really hard because I think sometimes it's just a catch all space and I'm just going to be like, oh, I'll just stick it there, stick it there, stick it there. Cause I stick everything there. But that's the reason the closet is so messed up and we're trying to not have that continue or make it worse. Right. Okay. So we're not going to make the closet any worse by doing this. So you find something and it literally, yes, this is a pair of shoes. And I look in my closet for shoes. So you take the pair of shoes to the closet and the closet is a disaster. You look in the closet and you go, what in this space that you just said was a disaster? I don't know if you said that in your thing, but I'm just saying like in my scenario here that I'm making up, you have that pair of shoes. You're going to put it in the closet the closet is completely packed full, but the closet is a disaster, which means you're not going to stuff shift stuff out of that closet anyway, when you finally do get to it, because you're going to know better than to stuff shift because you've listened to my books, a slab slash book and all of that. Okay. So y- you know, not to stuff shift. So you're going to look in that closet and you're going to say, what in this closet is easy. What in this closet is trash because there's trash in there. And that's going to be the first step that you're going to do anyway. When you finally do declutter that closet, is you're going to deal with the trash. So you say what in here is trash or what in here is easy like, "Oh my word, of course that's supposed to be in the kitchen. Why is it in my closet? I don't know." And then you are going to take that out to create space for the shoes and you're going to put the shoes in there. The closet's going to be no worse off and you're going to take that thing that was supposed to go in the kitchen or to the trash or to the donate box or whatever and you're going to take it to that space. And then you, something is done. See what I'm saying? But, if, but here's the problem. If you are working, I've got little quote fingers going. If you are working on the visible space, but in your head, you're thinking, well, that's going to go in the closet and the closet's a mess. So I can't deal with that. Then you're just leaving it in this visible space, or you're shifting it into another random catch all space. We're not doing that no stuff shifting. Everything has to go to its final actual home. Okay. So you're not going to leave it in the visible space. You're going to take it to the closet because the closet is its real true actual home where you would look for it first. And even if that means then you take something from there and you go and you put it in the kitchen and then you head back to the space you were working on, or you get distracted, but you've still only made progress. So it's fine your your whole house is getting better. Do you see what I'm saying there? As I say that. Okay. So, I want you to say I'm going to that not stuff shifting is next level decluttering, saying I will only and I'm going to do it item by item. I'm going to make final decision by final decision. And sometimes that means that the I mean, here here's an example I hear and see and experience on the regular. And that is here is this set of school pictures or pictures that we got from wherever, next to the frames that I set right there because I thought, well, I'll probably end up putting it uh, you know hanging these in my entryway. It counts as decluttering to as part of the decluttering process. Instead of here's here's part of the problem is you go, well, I'm decluttering the entryway and here are these, here's this package of pictures and the frames that I was going to put them in. And, but right now I'm decluttering, so I can't hang those. So I'll go stick them in my closet because that's where I would look for the frames that I plan on hanging one day. That's where we start to get messed up. Instead saying, I am going to hang these pictures on the wall because once they're on the wall, they're in their final resting place. See what I'm saying? So it's like, Okay. They're on the wall. And that was legitimate decluttering. Got it. Okay. I'm getting a little bit preachy. So if this is your first time here, I'm usually so nice. Today's just, I don't know. I'm know. i just kidding. I'm not really that nice. Anyway. Um, let's see somebody else said, change closet to the garage. And this is me. The house is the visible space. The garage is not, but I want to use, now this one's a little bit different, but I want to use it as a kid's retreat so I can have more living space, preferably before they leave home. Okay. So you're wanting the garage to be more visible space. Still start in the part that your guests would see first. Okay. Go through there. Be ruthless, be ruthless, go farther, go next level decluttering, do more than you think you need to do. Because that's going to mean, that's where you're really going to be able to be like, oh, wow, big change. This room is staying so much more under control easily. Here, here's the other thing too, is remember my definition for clutter is anything that consistently gets out of control in my house. And so if you are decluttering, again, I've got my quote fingers going. If you are decluttering your entryway, but your entryway consistently is right back to being a total disaster, you haven't finished decluttering it it's still got clutter. You got to keep going until it more naturally stays under control. Okay. Keep decluttering harder, next level, further. Okay. Well, how was that for preachiness? A bit good. All right. Good to talk to you guys. All right. Let me see if there's one more question. I think there was one more. Oh, here we go same question. When do we move past the visibility rule and tackle other challenge areas? You don't. Um, (laughs) no, I mean, really though, that's what I've basically been saying is follow the visibility rule, but go next level. Like if you're feeling like the visibility rule is not making the impact that you wanted it to, you need to go next level decluttering. Okay. All right. Um, okay. Here is basically, I was talking about this earlier. Um, this is uh, the question story. I'm having trouble prioritizing my enclosed front porch based on visibility. Some crazy lady, me, thought it'd make good storage. She's talking about her, not me. I didn't tell her to do this. Anyway, um, thought it would make good storage, a good storage room a few years ago. So it seems like it should be an obvious first priority to declutter. However, I only go out there once a day, um, tops to get the mail since we use the back door to come and go because it leads to the garage and driveway. So what I really benefit from the visibility momentum, random doorbell ringers, see the front porch, but you friends usually park in the driveway and use the back door. The back entryway leads into the kitchen. So I want to make those two my first um, priorities, then the living room. And then I'd really rather clean up my master bedroom for that pesky porch. Is that okay? Um, I feel like you already know the answer. Uh, here's the thing. I do define visibility as according to where people enter your house. Okay. So that's fine. If you want to start at the part, you know, like what I was saying with my in-laws, their laundry room, which was just a walkthrough thing that had the washer and dryer. That was where people entered the house. So yeah, I mean, you know, that, that's perfectly fine, but I would work on that, that porch probably, well, definitely before the master bedroom. Um, but if you want to do your master bedroom first, do it. I don't care. Like, but I'm just saying, I think you're going to, The the thing is, when it's been that room, you just said you kind of ignore it. You probably next level ignore it because you want to because you hate it. Okay, because you're like, Oh, I hate that space. So I'm just going to kind of pretend it doesn't exist. Getting it cleared out is probably going to have a more positive impact on you mentally and emotionally than you expect. Um, And that kind of positive impact will really inspire you to keep going and gain that momentum. Okay. All right. I hope this was helpful. Um, just another push you guys. I mean, I just, I think you're going to enjoy if you can afford it. If you can't, oh my goodness, there's so many other things that you can benefit from here. I mean, there's 270 something podcasts now to listen to anyway, but go, you know, if, if you, if money is an issue, just go back and start listening to the podcast from the beginning again. You know, just listen to them. I hear from people all the time who are like, Well, I've listened to every episode six times. And I'm like, Oh, you poor thing. Um, <laughs> my voice, blah. <laughs> um, but you know, do that. Listen to the audiobooks. See if you can check out the audiobooks from your library. Although most people are telling me they have a lot of holds right now at this point. But, you know, like check check it out. See if the audiobooks are available from your library. Um, sign up for a free audible trial and get one of them. I don't know, but you know, that kind of, there's lots for you to do, but if you want to go next level and you need that extra inspiration and you need to really just kind of dive deep into talking about this stuff, getting the perspective of Dawn and Cass and me all together. And us having those conversations, which I feel like were so, so, so fun. We had a lot of fun. We laughed so much. And we also, you know, I just really loved what they had to say. And I felt like it was great conversation. Um, And then we have teaching, you know, specific teaching on decluttering and all that kind of stuff and organizing. And they even talk about paper clutter, which you know me, I avoid that subject. Um, anyway, but go to take your house to sign up for the course, or if you can't afford that right now, it's okay. You know, just keep listening to the podcast, keep reading the blog, all that kind of stuff. All right. I hope you guys, I pray we all have a great new year. I don't think I've ever said that with as much passion as I am saying it now, but I do. I pray that we all have a lovely new year. Okay. I will talk to you guys next week. Bye.